Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. How do we know if we're building a Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, by your family's fruit. We are starting a new series based on Galatians 5.25. says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, keep in step by the Spirit. One of the words for Crazy Cool Family this year that we feel like God has given us is culture. And we believe that building culture is deeply dependent on walking with the Holy Spirit. So how do you know if you're building Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, buy your family's fruit. What are the fruits? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Our heart is for parents to learn what it means to walk with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us live like this. The Holy Spirit is in us and we can bear fruit. We will unpack a fruit of the Spirit and we'll share a crazy cool definition and a declaration for you to use with your family. Listen with your family. Listen with your family. So come on, let's take the next few months and learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit together. Holy Spirit, bring on the fruit. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are in our series, Fruit of the Spirit, Bring on the Fruit. You know, it just makes me think about like summer and watermelon and pineapple and berries. Yeah, <laughs> strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, and all the different fruits. Just to, uh, and and think about just the color of all the fruits and how the color God wants to bring to your mm-hmm. life through the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. And today is patience. Patience. Yeah. I was just gonna say it just reminded me that when we um, I have we have a almost one year old granddaughter and on her height chair if I put all the little things she chooses the fruit the colorful fruit the the blackberries it's and also the blueberries and the, well but it's rewarding to yeah. her because she's she's now learned that the colorful things are sweeter and taste yeah. better than the like the puffs which are white and mm-hmm. have no the flavor crackers. whatsoever crackers have yeah. no flavor yes and so I just think that I love that just imagine yourself reaching out and grabbing for that fruit going knowing that it's God's best for us well and I want to remind you before we get into all the wonderful stuff we're going to talk about with patience is if you go back to the intro we talked about the script the, the Galatians 5 and Galatians 5 talks about freedom and this is something that we sell to our kid the freedom of the spirit the freedom of the spirit means that we follow god's ways we have the power and the desire to follow god's ways and there is this um when you look at the end of galatians 5 i think every parent well even every person but particularly every parent should know galatians 5 because that is something we sell to our kids a lot well Mm -hmm. so at the right before the fruit the fruit of the spirit is the last part of galatians 5 and so, but before Galatians 5, in, right in the, it talks about the acts of the flesh. And it says the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery. Just listen to this list. It's horrible. Idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. 
So, you know, what we want to sell to our kids is those are the bad. And notice that it's not just sexual stuff, but it's also anger and fits of rage and all those things. Those are the, that's what happens when we follow the flesh. When we follow the freedom of the spirit, that's when we get love, joy, peace, patience, and all the things that we're going to talk about this summer. So sell freedom to your kids is what I'm saying. And it, it says in Galatians 5, 1, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. So there's a purpose and the fruit of that is what we're talking about this summer with all these wonderful qualities that are so colorful in our spirit and bring such joy and hope and freedom in our lives. And something else that we said in the beginning was that the, the fruit of the spirit is, is not always or necessarily something that we do. It's something that we have. And then if you, in the, in Galatians 5, 25, it says, since we live by the spirit. So since we live by the spirit, we have the spirit, we're living with the spirit hand in hand. Let us keep in step with the spirit. Let's walk day to day with him. When we do that, then we have the fruit. That's what it's talking about. It's not something that we do, although it does show up in our actions. It is actually something that we have. And so mamas and daddies out there, if you're striving to love and if you're striving to have joy or peace, peace sometimes feels impossible. Today, what we're going to talk about patience, but the kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, if you're working hard to have those, I want to encourage you to not focus on having those as much as having the Holy Spirit. Focus on your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Focus on being in step with the Holy Spirit and inviting Him into those situations situations and opportunity where you need love, joy, peace, patience. Yeah. And so I was actually talking to a guy today that was having some marriage issues and, um, I'd been telling him, we've been counseling over time and I'd just been telling him, Hey, remember you are loved. Remember you are, remember whose you are. Remember that, um, remember what Romans eight says, you're a child of the King. And he was telling me today, he said, you know, I don't know why, but in the midst of all this, I feel this peace and a peace that it, it, I said, wow, it's kind of a peace that transcends understanding, mm -hmm, huh? Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, he says, weird. I, I feel peace. And I, and I said, here's what's happened in your life is one is you are going back to who you are and you are remembering who you are. And therefore God is able to break through and bring you peace because you're understanding more about your relationship with God, the relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so now you're able to overcome this fear and, and you're not dealing with fear anymore as much as you were. And so that's why you have peace. And so that's just, that's what Suzanne's talking about is don't pursue the quality as much as pursue God. Right. And then, and that's the, that's the first commitment of a crazy cool family uh, parent is to pursue God and pursue him with, what does Jesus say in Matthew 22? He says, love the Lord God. In other words, pursue the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And then you will see the manifestation of the Spirit, for the Spirit in your life. Yeah, you said something that was super interesting that I want to talk about for a second. You said fear, that um, that he's able to walk in fear, that your buddy that you were talking to, are you able to walk in peace because he's he recognized his fear? And I think that fear is probably what usurps all of these. Perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. You know, we can't walk in joy because we're fearful. We don't have peace because we're afraid of what's going to happen. And even with patience, if you think about that, we don't have patience with our kids or our situation because we are afraid of the outcome, what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so we rush into control or we rush in with anger because we're not 
because we're more fearful of what's going to happen instead of patiently waiting to see what could happen. Yeah, and if you want to go back to the last podcast we have, it was about joy. Well, and and so um, it was... It was the last one was peace, but the one before that was joy. Oh, Love, well, joy, one peace. Of, one of well, we are, recorded them out of order. Oh, well, oh, that's why. So, yes. So, but but here the reason. I but we're going to present them to you in order. But the reason I brought it up was so maybe you go back to. But the reason I brought yeah. it up was was because we say that patience is waiting with joy. Right. So so if you go back, if you say, well, I don't know what joy is, right? Well, yeah, joy. You go back. Then yeah. you go back <laughs> two podcasts, not just one. And then uh, you can see because we have a great podcast on joy, but patience is it's in we love these simple definitions because you can say those to you and your two year old can if they can talk, they can say three words. Right. Hey, do you remember what patience is? It's waiting with joy, you know, and the, and, and so the, and, and we just keep that these are things that you can do for your two year old or for your 12 year old or your 22-year-old. For sure, yes. And especially if you have littles, like our daughters have got four-year-olds and a two-year-old. And um, I would I would just like to know how many times you're going to tell your children that in a day. Remember, patience is waiting with joy. What is patience? Waiting with joy. I wonder how many times that interaction happens throughout the day to remind them yeah. that patience is waiting with yeah. joy. Are we waiting with joy? <laughs> Let's talk about that what again. What is patience again? <laughs> Tell us again. Yeah. Which is good because as a mama, you're going to get to just have patience as you teach them about patience, you know, yeah. and be joyful about it. Remember? Well, patience because usually is. what happens is, is Romans twelve twelve, which says, be joyful in hope, but patient in affliction. Right. Because that's when usually patience is needed. We usually are pretty good at being patient when... Um, when we are not being afflicted, but when we are being afflicted, then patience comes in. You know, um, my kids give me a hard time because I really get, I'm much better at it today. It only took me like 25 years, but (laughs) I I don't have a lot of patience with customer service people. Right. And so, but I've gotten so much better. Because they're connected to affliction. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Because something's wrong and you want it to be right. But what happens is if they do what I want, then I'm patient with them. You're joyful <laughs> and <laughs> joyful in hope. I'm joyful in hope, and and I'm very patient with them. But when they don't do what I want, and then I have to have patience. And so, you know, I, which I would say that's probably pretty similar to those of you that have got two, three, four, five year olds. Yes, exactly. So, um, well, so I think that with with the fruits, I think that they're um, they don't I don't know that they necessarily build on each other. Like you have to have love before you can have joy, before you can have peace, before you can have patience. I don't think it's like that, but I do think that they're linked. That when you do walk in love, when you do have a joyful heart, when you do carry peace with you, then it's easier to give patience because there's that confidence, there's that freedom, there's that security that you have in those fruits. And so we do encourage you to once once again, press into the Holy Spirit for each one of those fruits, because I do think that they're linked and they work together. And I wonder, I always wondered why gratefulness is not a fruit of the Spirit, but um, it is, but gratefulness is one that when you are grateful, then you tend to be more patient as well, you know. Right, um, and more joyful, yeah. yeah, And and I think there's two, you know, you talked about, so you talked about two, one area that we're patient, we're patient in affliction, meaning that we are patient when things don't go our way, when the short terms of the things of the day don't happen. Right. You know, but there's also a patience that's more of a long-term patience. And, you know, it says in Psalm 37, 7, 
Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil desires. I think there's 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 short-term patience and then there's long-term patience, meaning that, you know, for example, maybe you are um, wanting to have a baby mm-hmm. and you and for some reason God has is, is not opened up the womb or there is a closure, there's something happening there and you've got to be patient with, you know, maybe you've got this job and you so want to get out of this job, but God has still got you in there and you haven't had the opportunity to move forward yet. And, and then... I think there's another type of patience that is this, um, or another type of frustration that's this more long-term frustration of, and and I wonder if if some of our parents are in that role. You know, sometimes it's um, we're patient. We need to be patient with the demands of our three-year-old. Right. And that's short-term patience. Right. But it's also long-term knowing that three is a long year. (laughs) (laughs) Between two and three to four, those are long years when they're day-to-day, you know, outbursts that require you to show patience. Yeah. So whether it is, and really uh, another thing to think about is lack of patience leads to anger and frustration. And so just like we saw in Galatians 5, the 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 acts of the flesh have to do with anger, fits of rage, mm-hmm. um, you know, jealousy. We can be, you know, maybe you're not having that, you don't have that pregnancy yet, and so you're jealous of other people. So all, yeah. all kinds of when we don't, in, in when we're not waiting with joy, when we are not trusting God with our situations, it leads to those things that are in the acts of the flesh yeah, in Galatians five. And so what we want to do is figure out um and so really the lack of patience leads to conse- leads to actions that have really negative consequences in our family mm-hmm. and so then the question becomes how do we personally walk in patience and what does it look like to walk in patience yeah and so to i mean the, one of the ways that i guess i we found success in this is to once again focus on god and his character you know, patience is God's endurance, serenity, and forbearance. And you just, if you think about it for just a second, God is called the Father. He's called our Father. Think about all the things we do that could make Him so frustrated and so impatient. You know, when we continue to sin that same sin over and over and over again, or when we continue to choose comfort and indulgence over maybe something hard or serving and or um, ta- taking care of other people. And so I can just imagine God up there. He could be so frustrated and annoyed that we're not doing what he asks us to do. He has this still small voice that says, will you serve your neighbor? And you're like, yeah, yeah, God, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of that. But then we don't, and we don't, and we don't. And so what does he do? He continues to still say, will you will you serve your neighbor? Will you serve kindly and patiently with love? And so he's given us the perfect example of what is it? What? How do we? And so if you come up upon a, a parenting situation where your child is, child is tried your patience and you're about to blow up on them because honestly, they probably deserve it. <laughs> um, channel what God would do. Just think, okay, God, what, what would you do here? How would you respond to me if I was that way? Because when we talk about it all the time, that we are the first picture or image of God to our children. We are giant beings compared to their wee little selves and they see us as God, those, those toddler years. Yeah, I think about Jesus walking with his disciples. And, you know, so Jesus is 30 when he starts his ministry. 
the disciples, probably teenagers. And um, I mean, here is the, here's God, the creator of the universe yeah. that, you know, Philippians two tells us how he, he gave up his, his godliness to become a man. And so he's down here and, and he's dealing with these just really frustrating individuals because they ask, you know, silly questions. They, they just don't get it. He, he explains it to them and, you know, he, he, they feed the 5,000 and then, you know, it seems like days later they're feeding the 4,000 and they ask him the same question. Mm-hmm. You know, they, he heals Again. people. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can't, um, he heals people, but they can't do it. They can't go out and do it or whatever, even though he's given them the power to do it. And so, you know, that's just another picture of, of how God treats us, mm-hmm. you know? And so what are we doing? Um, one of the biggest lessons I learned in parenting is that, and in coaching sports teams with little kids and everything else is that things always take longer to, and this is also true in business. I've found, you know, that almost always things take longer than we think to get fully implemented. Right. And that, that's one of the things that really helped me to have more patience is understanding that true change takes time Mm -hmm. and, and takes a lot of persistence. I mean, think about how hard it is to, to break a habit. Of all the habits I've broken in my 58 years of living, um, I've been delivered from something one time. Right. And, but but I've broken a lot. I've changed a lot of things. So I've changed a lot of habits over time. For example, I'm a much more encouraging parent than I am critical parent today. That took years to change. And so when we can understand, I think one of the things that helps me a lot in terms of patience is understanding that principle so that I am willing to go through what it takes to do it, to, to make the change happen either in my own life or in my kid's life or in whoever I'm working with life um, and not being frustrated with. Well, and that even made me think that it's not about what's happening. It's actually about growing the fruit. It's about growing patience. And so, you know, the saying, God, give me patience and give it to me right now. You know, I think that there's times that we, that God gives us these situations and opportunities to practice patience or love or joy or peace, you know, but to practice the fruit, to grow the fruit over the long term. And so if you've got multiple opportunities to grow patience, then I just encourage you to press in to the opportunity and show patience. And then the next time with five minutes from the first time, you know, use, use that opportunity to show patience again, to give, to give that. And so in, when, in here, when we're talking about patience, we're talking about, you know, time, you know, take a breath to address the situation peacefully and calmly. That's what patience looks like when it comes to approaching a situation that you don't, that's, that's out of control. Well, and another thing for me that really helped me to have patience, um, is, and we're going to get to how to put patience in your kids in just a minute, but we're talking about putting patience in us, although the principles are similar, is realizing the benefit of patience. Um, that And maybe one of the things that I realized a lot is the danger and the detriment of the opposite of what happens with patients, which is anger, fits of rage, you know, um, that type stuff. And the damage I was doing in my home with my lack of patience with my, particularly my girls, because I have, we have four girls and then three boys. So these were younger girls when I was learning this. I realized that when I am patient, there is tremendous benefits in my home. And so um, I said, wow, 
I need to be more patient because that's going to give me a lot better result than my impatience. Mm -hmm. And that was super motivating to me to, okay, then if that's the case, Lord, I really want patience because I don't want to damage my kids. Well, I mean, and on the flip side of that, as humans, we want to be treated with patience. And so for me to flip that over with technology, I'm terrible. I mean, I would say that I don't hang out with demons unless it has to do with technology. And then they just swarm me because everything always goes wrong. And McCaid, our youngest son, who is now 17, but I would say his whole life, because he's had technology his whole life, he is very patient with me. When I can't work the remote or my phone glitches or my computer or anything, he's very patient with, well, mom, this is how you do that. And I'm getting more and more frustrated and agitated because I can't make it work because it's so foreign to me. And the, it's like the more irritated I get, the more patient he becomes, the more calm his voice is, the more, and it's not patronizing and it's not, I mean, maybe he's annoyed with me, but if he is, he hides it really well. And so just parents, even think about that. If you're having a hard time showing your child patience, think about a time when someone has shown you patience and how um, beautiful it is and how grateful you are when you, we don't, you know, usually the situation does not de- deserve patience to be extended. You know, it usually deserves, or it feels like you should mirror the same, you know, if you're freaking out, I'm going to freak out with you. We're going to freak out. But when we do patience, like you had said on, it's a, it's a supernatural connection with our kids. It's meeting them where they are and it's extending this, uh, I don't know, this olive leaf, if you will, of, okay, I'm with you. I've got you. I'm on your side. I'll help you. I'm just thinking that's a pretty good admission that your 17-year-old is more patient than you are. I would say he's more patient than you are too. Yeah. I mean, Donna, we we laugh because we're the babies of the fa- of our families, and so I would say we're of of our family. We're the brattiest of all of our kids between the two of us because we're used. To, and he's the and McCade's the baby, and I would even say he's done a great job of being. So let's. He's just raised really well <laughs> <laughs> by his by his siblings. Yes, by exactly yes. Um, we. Um, so let's talk about how we put yeah. patience into our children. We've we've now solved for all of you how to put patience in your own life. So we <laughs> so you all know now how to put patience in your own life. And tomorrow we expect all of you to be perfectly patient parents <laughs> in every way. Um, and if the, the the shorter answer to that is to ask God, <laughs> just ask God. <laughs> what the Manning say? Just ask God. Just bypass us and ask God. But what do you do to put patience in your kids? Um, and um, first of all. Um, I would say the, and this goes back to us as parents is the first thing is we, we model patience. And as we model patience, we are going to, um, get more patience from our children. But I think also we can call out patience in them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. As long as, you you know, so often I think that parents do it in a harsh lecturing way. You need to have more patience or, you know, you need to love your brother or whatever that is. And I think, though, that, you know, one of the things I see our daughters do is just asking the question, is that patient? Are you mm-hmm. being patient? Are you waiting with joy? Mm-hmm. You know, and just asking them that so that they can see that they're not out themselves and then try to flip it. 
And I think a lot of times we parent on the um, the defense. And so when the child does something, then we parent that. But what I would like to encourage you to do is to parent on the offense. When you find your child is being patient, to call that out in them. You know, you're making breakfast and they're sitting there patiently waiting for it. And then you say, thank you for being so patient. I love it. It blesses me so much when you're, when you're you know, being patient with mommy as I make your breakfast. And so find the things that they are doing right find the places where they're being patient with their sibling or their you or whoever it is they're interacting with and call that out because, oh, you watch their little shoulders go back and the little smile on their face and then hold their head up high when you've noticed what they're doing right. I think that's one principle that just works in so many things that we need to hear as parents is so often we, when they are being patient, we're like, oh, that's just what they're expected to do. Versus when they act out, we say, oh, you're acting out. I'm going to correct that. And instead, what Suzanne's saying is, what if you flip it? What if you think, what if you look for the good and, and, and realize. Maybe even overlook the bad yeah, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say is you look for the good and you realize that you're dealing with these little people who are learning. And so they're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so part of giving you patience is putting up with their mistakes and then part of instilling patience in them is to telling them when they're doing great. That, mm-hmm. that, is, that is just a, a parenting flip for you yeah. that, that really does change the way you interact. And so then a lot of times I feel like kids are impatient because they are fearful the parent's not going to take care of them. Yeah. So they're they're fearful because or they're fearful they're going to get in trouble. They're fearful whatever the, the there's not this environment where they feel safe. And so they're going to act out in order to um to, to because they're in that environment. When you create that environment, of, oh my goodness, wow, you're being so patient. That's just another way you're creating this safe, confident kid that is going to be more patient at that point. Yes, and understand that children do not understand time. They live fully in the present. And so if you're not taking care of their needs in the present, they don't get it. They don't understand weight. They don't understand even deferred, you know, gratification. And so that's just something you get to teach them. It's just something that they need to understand that... I will, I will get that for you. We're going to have patience. I'm going to set the timer on the clock and you can watch it tick down until it gets to where it needs to be. So we just need to teach them those things. Yeah. And they deal with things very short term. So if you're dealing with something, you know, they can deal with, I mean, for them, uh, what was it where I was talking to uh, one of our grandkids about, and I said something about, well, we're going to do that in about 30 minutes. And he goes, pops. 30 minutes is a long time. <laughs> and I was like, that's not that long. But uh, anyway. But, oh, and a child, for yeah. a child, that's, you yeah. know, remember how long your days were in the summer as yeah. a child? And now they go by so fast. Yeah. I just wanted to say one more thing, too, in that um, God is so faithful and he's so good that if you are going to, if now that patience has been brought into your home as you've listened to this podcast and you get the opportunity to practice patience in your home, I just want you to know that you're going to have plenty of situations where patience is going to show up. And you might even think, what is happening? And I just want you to set a reminder, oh, that's right, we're working on patience. We're teaching patience. We're grasping the concept of patience. We are growing the fruit of patience in our family, in our lives, in our relationships, how we interact with each other. And so I just want you to know that it might be a little 
tough the next, you know, few days as you're working on their next week or however long the Lord, you know, presents it to you. And that's okay. I just want you to press into that and know that God's with you. He's for you. He, he's given you what you need and to, to learn it and to teach it. Yeah. And I, I want to encourage you too, that changing beliefs change behavior. So when you believe differently, you will behave differently. So what are some of the beliefs we've told you today is to one, realize that kids have a long, a short-term perspective on life and they are going to make mistakes with patients. So if you know that, you don't have the expectations of them and it allows you to be more patient. Um, realizing the dangers of not being patient, the anger, the fits of rage, the frustration and the damage that's doing in your home and realizing the benefits of patience. And, um, and then just, you know, things like trusting the Lord. So we talked about short-term and long-term patience. Long-term patience means that, and that we are patient with God so that we can be patient in life. You know, if we are patient with, with, if we trust in God and we're patient with God, then we can be in a day-to-day situations, we can be more and more um, patient in the, in those things because we're patient with God in the long term. So those things are just thinking about what beliefs you have and what beliefs God wants to change. Mm -hmm. And then that will help you to have more patience. Yeah. And so are we ready to wrap up? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So I just want to, as we, as we um, wrap up, just remember, keep, um, let us keep in step with the spirit. You can try all these things and we gave you a bunch of practical, but the bottom line is the Holy Spirit's going to be the one that's going to help you. And so we just want to encourage you to think of what is one thing you can do today to be more aware of his nearness and his desire to give you the fruit of patience. So that's what we want you to pay the most attention to. Where is the Holy Spirit and how can you pay attention to his nearness? And we will continue on with the fruits of the Spirit over the summer. We are, we'll do them all by the time it's done. And uh, we're going to make sure we cover each and every one of them. So if you are loving what you're hearing here, um, go share this with others. Um, you can also uh, share or go to Basecamp as well. Remember, we have our Basecamp membership site. So make sure that you, um, if you like what you're hearing, share it with others because we want every parent to, we want every parent to win. And patient parents are going to be more likely to win at family. So as always, parents, uh, thank you for listening and go be crazy. CrazyCoolFamily.com.